Hey, no competition. Mm-mm. Hey, no competition. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Big T, aka Terrence Tennant, founder and creator of No Competition, No Competitors, the brand. And you are now tuned to the No Comp Podcast, sports and health, wellness, health, wellness, and sports. You know what I'm saying? I always say whichever one you feel that you uh, love most, whichever uh, in this episode. So, you know what I'm saying? Whichever one you cherish the most. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but. You know what I'm saying? Today, we're just going to keep it going just so far as the series we got going with our NFL series we got going with this free agency we got. And today, we're going to be covering the wide receivers. Uh, yesterday, I talked a little bit about the running backs. Today, we're going to be doing the wide receivers. But before I jump into that, I want to just go ahead and give a little highlight moment, you know what I'm saying, to my ladies in the NCAA championship right now, March Madness, college basketball. You know what I'm saying? We got the ladies going on right now. The, the fellas are on the break right now until tomorrow. That So that way, you know what I'm saying, they can get there started back up uh, with the Sweet 16. But the ladies right now working in their second round, trying to get to the Sweet 16, trying to get to that status also. So I'm going to just go over a few of these scores real fast. Uh, Tuesday, we had uh, North Carolina and South Florida. North Carolina was able to take them down, number eight, South Florida, uh, 79-67. I was able to take down Kentucky, 86-72. Michigan was able to take down Tennessee, number three Tennessee at that, 70-55. Uh, Georgia Tech was able to take down West Virginia, 73-56. Virginia Tech lost to Baylor, who pretty much still out here blowing folks out, 90-48. Uh, South Carolina, my girls out here still balling. You know how they do. Uh, Coach Staley, you know what I'm saying? She's going to do her thing, keep them girls going. Um they happen to be Oregon State, 59-42. UConn beat Syracuse, 83-47. Stafford beat Oakland, Oklahoma, 73-62. And that was Tuesday. Uh, we did have some games tonight. Uh, it was some pretty good games. Uh, we did have some high-scoring games still. Uh, number two, Maryland played number seven, Alabama. And that go, and that and that's one of the high-scoring games I was just mentioning. Uh and that, the score of that game was 164. You had Oregon and Georgia, a uh, close game in that one, 57-50. Uh, Missouri State, actually, you know what I'm saying, trying to do their thing right now, 64-39, beating Wright State. Uh, Indiana beat Belmont, 70-48. Louisville was able to take down Northwestern, 62-53. Arizona taking down BYU, 52 46 and Texas A&M taking down number seven Iowa State oh and a very close one you know what I'm saying very very close game tight game winning overtime but able to pull that thing off uh, only by two at that um, but Texas A&M pulling it off 84-82 and you had number six Texas playing number three UCLA and Texas able to pull that one off 71 to 62 the ladies start back up uh the Saturday and Sunday, you know what I'm saying, with their Sweet 16. So make sure you guys tune in at that with into that one right there. So uh, earliest game starting uh, at one o'clock. So you know they had them games on ABC. Also, you know what I'm saying, ABC one o'clock, three o'clock. So Saturday and Sunday, go ahead and check the ladies out. You know what I'm saying. They got some exciting games going on. You know, you know me. I'm hoping that these uh, Gamecock ladies go and do their thing out here. And win this thing, of course. You know what I'm saying? Last year, we didn't have the opportunity to have no champions. So, you know, 
give everybody the opportunity to really have something to be proud of also so you know uh that's that's speaking to the ladies and the guys so you know uh but uh i do think that above all like i said you do got north carolina state that's out here balling too so so far it's just the ladies and you know what i'm saying you got bail out here just blowing folks out so you gotta look out for those two teams just so far as when it comes to the ladies so of course you know what i'm saying my game cut girls gotta look at that but like i say coach staley has done a tremendous job since she's been there and continue to have this team ready each week and every game for in my say that i think so i think they'll be ready and ready to go so uh shout out to the gamecock ladies and you know what i'm saying i'm thinking that they gonna win this thing but you know what i'm saying like i say it is some ladies out here that's balling but like i say go and check those ladies out uh once again they the games uh start back up they switch to sweet 16 start back up this saturday and sunday so make sure you're checking them out uh but to go ahead and dive into what uh we are all here for tonight you know what i'm saying not to say that you know we ain't here for our ladies but you know what i'm saying this is part of the series that i just got going uh and like i say we're discussing the wide receivers tonight and <clears throat> just to go ahead and dive into it you had 89 receivers available you know what I'm saying, in this off season, But, you know, only uh, 39 right now with contracts. But, and then also you got to think about the fact that all the teams that need receivers at the moment, and, then it, that it, and that's a pretty long list. Just so far as either needing a receiver or needing some receivers, uh, I would say, in my opinion, the team that's made a lot of moves just so far as this, free agency so far as receiver would be Detroit and of course you know saying acquiring a new quarterback you'll try to get some guys in there some new faces and with the old faces that you had in there I felt like you know what I'm saying they felt that they needed some new a new stage of guys so uh like I say I think that they made a lot of moves this offseason just so far as getting rid of receivers they had the opportunity to release five receivers so you know what I'm saying that includes Galladay who received the biggest contract just so far in the in free agency I'm gonna discuss that in a second but uh just to go down the receiver the five receivers they did release in this offseason uh Galladay Agnew Jones Amadola and Sanu uh of course you know Amadola Sanu are pretty much up there in age you got Amadola 36 Sanu 32 uh so you know what I'm saying? In, in that case, just so far as age-wise, you got those guys up there. And with uh, you trying to have golf in there, especially him being a, a quarterback who's more comfortable with getting the ball towards the middle of the field, you want to try to get some different types of receivers in there. So, uh, like I say, they did make a lot of moves just so far as offseason. Releasing receivers and acquiring a few because they did acquire uh, three receivers. Uh, Terrell Williams was a pretty good uh pick up I feel you know what I'm saying uh, and that's Terrell Williams from Las Vegas uh, so in my opinion that was a pretty pretty good pick up right there for Detroit Lions uh, they also had the opportunity to get Perriman uh, and Cliff Raymond so you know they try to get some different faces in there but like I say I just felt like they did a lot of you know what I'm saying, a lot of moves just so far as what's been going on with the wide receivers but just to name a few of the other teams where a few a lot of the other teams that still need some wide receiver help just uh so that's why i mentioned that fact that 
it being so many receivers that you know they still have opportunity to get somewhere especially with the lengthy uh, offseason that we have still have a chance to do so but uh, the teams that still looking for some folks out there just so far as on the wide receiver end you got the Bears, Bills, Browns, the Buccaneers, Chiefs, Colts, and like I say, uh, a few of these teams. If you hear some that you be like, man, these teams don't. We got this. We got that. We got. You know what I'm saying? I'm just missing it. Some teams that might still need some help here and there. You know what I'm saying? At, within their receiving cores also. So you gotta just consider that. Uh, but like I was saying, you had the Eagles, the Giants, Jaguars. Lions, of course, Packers, Patriots, Ravens, uh, Texans, and the Titans. So those are a few of the teams that just need something here or there just so far as some wide receivers. And, you know, in my opinion, I do believe that with it being so many receivers available right now, they're also, you know what I'm saying, have a chance to pick up on some guys. But, you know what I'm saying, we had did have some teams that are taking full advantage of this offseason just so far as trying to pick up some of these big name receivers that are out there. Uh, Jaguars also being one of the other teams just so far as making some moves of picking up, you know what I'm saying, an addition of some players just so far as Dorsett from uh, the Colts. You had, they also added Jamal Agnew and Marvin Jones from Detroit. So uh, trying to get some new faces out there. Like I say, you got a new coach out there, may have a new quarterback out there soon. So, you know, uh, just so far as Jaguars, also try to add some folks that's been in the game just a little bit, you know what I'm saying, Marvin Jones, not too old, you know what I'm saying, right now, only 21, so uh, get you an opportunity to get some uh, players in there that, that, you know what I'm saying, been around also, though, so, uh, but I'm going to try to just go down the list of receivers that uh, were available and try to go down the list of some of the receivers that are still available. Uh, like I say, I try to go through the teams that need some uh, receivers just to give you guys the insight of, you know what I'm saying, teams that's, that's kind of still struggling on that end. So, uh, like I say, still a lot of players available. And when you hear some of these names, you'll, you'll be, I mean, if you ain't keeping up with it, you'll just you'll somewhat be shocked. But not really so uh but i'm gonna try to go through it uh just so far as contracts uh i'll try to go through the years and the pay but but just with it being so many receivers you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna spend too much time just so far as opt-out options and stuff like that or guaranteed money you know what i'm saying just so it wouldn't be too lengthy in that case uh but like I say, the first receiver we're going to start off with, of course, you know, Kenny Galladay leaving Detroit, going to the Giants. Giants spending some money on the receiver, trying to get that offense popping. So, oh, the Giants, of course, was another team trying to make some big moves this offseason just so far, trying to add some people in, on, the, on their teams offensively. But, uh, like I was saying, you know, Galladay from Detroit to New York, uh, on a four-year, 72 mil. So, you know what I'm saying? That's pretty much, he'll be making pretty much top dollar as a receiver with that contract. So, you know what I'm saying? I, pretty, I think he pretty much proved himself a pretty much, a, a good little bit, you know what I'm saying, with Detroit. Maybe, I think Detroit should have probably kept him in golf's case. But, you know, Detroit, like I say, try to make some moves on their own. 
uh, I definitely think Tyrell Williams in their case was a good pickup. So uh, the next guy, you got Corey Davis uh, leaving Tennessee. I think Tennessee should have fought a little bit more trying to keep Corey Davis there. But, you know what I'm saying, when you, you know what I'm saying, making some different moves and stuff like that offensively, you know, uh, a lot of times see some of these receivers don't fit in the plan. So uh, the Jets had the opportunity to pick him up. And, you know, the Jets going to be trying to make an acquisition for quarterback in this uh, draft, I believe. So so we'll try to get some players around him who, you know what I'm saying, can really make some things happen just so far as getting the ball in their hands and the space stuff like that. So uh, also some big receivers like that. Uh, Corey Davis only 26, you know what I'm saying, still got the opportunity to really help a young quarterback out and somebody that can be there for a while, especially help mold a uh, younger quarterback. Uh, so with his deal, he had a three-year, 37 mil. Uh, the next guy we got is Curtis Samuel from Carolina. I, I, I think Carolina should have tried to hold on him, but he had the opportunity to go to Washington. Washington going to have him – you know what I'm saying, with his old college mate out there, that receiver duo. Let's see what they'll do, try to help Fitzpatrick out there with the uh, Washington football team. But uh, in Curtis Samuel's case, you know what I'm saying, his deal was a three-year, $34 million. Um, the next guy we got, we got Aguilar from Las Vegas to New England, and that was a $2 million, $22 million. Uh, Kendrick Bourne. From San Francisco to New England, New England, you know what I'm saying, try to make some moves out there at their receiver end and tight end end, but you know what I'm saying, I'm going to discuss the tight ends also uh, <clears throat> a little bit later in the week, but when I do discuss them, they were also able to get two of the, I would say, two of the best tight ends at the moment. I think I may have said that, said that also on a previous uh, podcast, but you know what I'm saying, I'll just announce it again, just so far in the case of you know, see so Cam having some help now. Or at least New England trying to put, you know what I'm saying, some of the best people they can out there. But Bourne's contract with New New England, you know what I'm saying, uh, a three-year, 15-year uh, Aguilar, they was able to get him the two-year, 22-year. So, you know what I'm saying, tried to get those two in a somewhat reasonable amount of time, gave Cam another year. So, you know, at least try to make them feel comfortable with these guys and, you know, of course, you know, New England going to be trying to reconstruct some contracts anyway. So, you know how they do. Uh, the next guy we got, Jamal Agnew, like I say, you know, uh, from Detroit, went to Jacksonville. That uh, His deal was a three-year, 14 mil. So, you know, uh, like I say, Jacksonville getting ready to get a new quarterback out of the draft. So trying to get some players that's been around a little bit Uh and that also being in the case for the next guy we'll be discussing, which is Marvin Jones, uh, who's 30, who will be 31. So also coming from Detroit uh, to Jacksonville on a two-year 12 mil, like I was just speaking about uh, a second ago, trying to get uh, some vet players around a uh, young quarterback that they got coming. Uh, Marvin Jones not a pretty bad receiver on the outside, you know what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure at this time, you know what I'm saying, his career he's not – doing too much so far as taking the top off of the field like he used to be able to just so far as a deep threat but just so far as like a veteran player being able to you know what I'm saying help with this and that and I mean he still can play so and he still got some hands and still got he can still get up you know what I'm saying so you know at the end of the day he can still play you know what I'm saying it's because when I say 
You know what I'm saying? He was, in his case, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't one of the last few people getting a deal. So, you know, his value is still worth something. Uh, the next guy we got, Will Fuller. Uh, I'm not a big Will Fuller fan just off the fact of the injuries and stuff like that. But uh, we had Houston decided to let him go. Miami chose to, you know what I'm saying, pick him up. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, Miami was one of the teams in that list who was needing to try to find some receivers. But, you know what I'm saying, only gave him the one-year deal for 10 mil. A pretty good deal, you know what I'm saying, just so far as we're full of. Of course, you know, he's supposed to be that uh, speedy receiver to try to help you open things up a little bit on the field. But like I stated, uh, his injury history has just been too much, a little bit too much for me. Uh, the next guy I'm going to discuss, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of him, but his injury history is 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 lit some a lit issue too also and he's getting up there age and my boy T. Y. Hilton for Indiana uh pretty much was out there for a little minute in this uh free agency period. Uh but you know, just got this deal done a few hours ago, uh where Indiana decided to just bring him back for one more year, eight mil. Um, of course, you know what I'm saying, they got some you know what I'm saying, they they, they got they got some receivers here and there. But, you know, so it's still uh they still want that playmaker. He has been doing that for them for the longest, but only still only you know what I'm saying, a one year deal for him, only eight mil. Uh the next guy and then the, the people I'm gonna be discussing from this point on pretty much are some guys that's pretty much just got some one year deals, a little bit underpaid, you know what I'm saying, just or at least I would say a little bit under their value just so far as the names and stuff like that. But in that say in that sense also some guys that you know what I'm saying still got some stuff to prove and I guess I'll try to you know what I'm saying at least try to go over somewhat of what they you know what I'm saying the issue, the reasons why they're in the predicament they're in so like I discussed the uh, T.Y. Hilton the next guy we got you got Juju Smith-Schuster uh, Juju pretty much struggled last year uh, a lot and struggled a lot since the disappearance of A.B. so when A.B. was there and most of the coverage was on A.B. and the defense was scheming to take him, A.B. out of the game, you know what I'm saying, Juju had the opportunity to really blow up, so uh, you know what I'm saying, but we really haven't seen that explosion and stuff like that ever since A.B. has left, so it wasn't a surprise that when he hit free agency, it was a real struggle for him in free agency until Pittsburgh decided to go ahead and bring him back, and when, in the same case of Big Ben, you know what I'm saying? So I guess Pittsburgh really trying to help their fellow Steelers out. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like no other Steelers ain't out here that, you know what I'm saying, they been, you know what I'm saying, bombarded and messed up their careers, but we ain't going to speak on that one. I guess, but uh, but Juju's deal only was worth only a year, you know what I'm saying, a eight mil, you know what I'm saying? I think at his age... I think that, you know what I'm saying, he really was undervalued or at least underpaid just so far. But, like I said, the issues was too obvious just so far as when A.B. left, his numbers went down tremendous. So, and, and it seemed like once it was time for him to take on a defensive game plan and stuff like that, it became too much for him and stuff like that. So it really showed what, what you really can do once, you know what I'm saying, that spotlight is on you. Uh, the next guy we got AJ Green, uh, my boy AJ, of course, who I feel like you know what I'm saying 
one of the best they can still do it just so far as cutting them routes and stuff like that but you know what i'm saying getting up there in age and his past few seasons he's been dealing with some injuries also so i would see the you know what i'm saying from the team's aspect i would see the you know what i'm saying the caution that you would have just so far as dealing with the um body of work uh of course he was in Cincinnati. I think maybe he should have just continued finished that thing out in Cincinnati. I think Joe Barry Burrow going to be pretty decent. So uh, I think maybe he should have stuck it out there. But I think he wanted to see some results or at least try to participate or, you know what I'm saying, a chance to do something big. If not, then I think the, the move to Arizona was maybe just to have go to a different environment. But, you know what I'm saying, he was only – and I only say that because, you know, he only received a one-year deal, six mil. So, and, uh, and, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, a lot of these names are some big names, but based off, but a lot of the big, big names that I'm, you know, I'm coming from are based off some, uh, maybe just going off history and not just recent, uh, history. So, uh, the next guy, we got Emmanuel Sanders, who's, up there also you know what I'm saying 34 from when New Orleans had released him and, and allowed him to go ahead and test the free agency Buffalo picked him up try to I guess you know what I'm saying try to have that slot receiver that veteran receiver in there try to be like uh, you know what I'm saying try to see if he can help them out just so far as in the middle a little bit uh, you know of course we know New Orleans uh, Michael Thomas struggled a lot last year just so far as playing wise and dealing with an injury so well, I'm sure he's been working on that injury a lot, so we're going to see a heavy dosage of him next year, depending on whoever's going to be the quarterback, whether it's going to be Jameis or it's going to be the other guy. But, you know, Emmanuel Sanders was able to get him another deal from Buffalo, one year, six mil. Uh, the next guy we got, Keenan Cole from Jacksonville to the Jets for one year, uh, five mil for that deal. Um try to help the Jets out a little bit. Like I say, Jets get ready to get a a new quarterback. So out of this draft, you know, Cole twenty eight. Uh and it's I I don't know, but it seemed like a lot of those Jacksonville wide receivers lately been, you know, said some playmakers. So uh so it may be uh a shout out to those uh, wide receiver coaches and the training crew that they got down there just as far as getting them receivers ready. Because it seemed like it's always been a core thing coming out of Jacksonville lately. Not just one or two, but it seemed like a lot of times lately it's just been they, they uh, um, a lot of the young guys so far as the receiving core has been pretty good. So uh, the next guy we got we got Andre Roberts, you know what I'm saying, from Buffalo. Uh, Roberts right now, he'll be 33. So He'll be going to Houston, you know, Houston right now, trying to get whatever they can together just so far as the wide receiver aspect. Uh, but he was able to get a two-year, five-mil. Uh, next, we got David Moore from Seattle. Moore, who I think Seattle should have just went on here and let my man retire there. He was a pretty good player there. But with the addition of Metcalf, you know what I'm saying, the way Metcalf did a lot of crime last year, uh, I, doubt, I doubt they're going to have any type of other receiver that's going to gonna have some type of talent out there uh especially when he feels the need to you know what i'm saying think that the ball should come to him 
each play. So, and I think that was a big issue last year and played a big part in Seattle's uh, debacle just so far as the uh, end season because they started off hot. But, uh, that's that. But, uh, the next guy we got, like I say, Terrell Williams. Uh, from Las Vegas to Detroit, Terrell Williams only 29. Like I said, he on the one-year four-mil deal from Detroit. Pretty much approved me something season for him, but I think that uh, he'll be a pretty good fit in Detroit, especially trying to help out uh, golf if golf can throw the ball to the outside because he's on saying Terrell Williams is a big receiver. So if he can get the ball to the outside, he got a guy who can catch it. You know what I'm saying? Be I think got some guaranteed hands out there. Uh, so, you know what I'm saying? I think he can go out there and help those guys out a little bit more. But, you know what I'm saying? It all depends on what offense we're going to see coming out there and what, what type of – what they're going to be running, especially with golf under under center. Uh, so, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be surprising to see what they do. Uh, the next guy we got, we got John Brown from Buffalo. John Brown, 31, going to Las Vegas on a one-year three-mil. So, you know what I'm saying, try to help Las Vegas out a little bit. John Brown, you know, a little quick something. So, try to help Las Vegas out just so far as trying to help attack that inside of that field a little bit more offense uh, outside of just that run game. The next guy we got, we got Perriman, who I did speak on a little earlier, going from uh, the Jets to Detroit. You know, Perriman been a few other places also. Uh, but, you know what I'm saying, Perriman's supposed to be that speedy guy also to try to help Detroit out. So, like I say, he'll be a good fit just so far as golf to try to help him out inside, inside, because you know what I'm saying, Perryman is a, uh, a speedy guy, so I'm pretty sure he'll be playing a lot of slot for Detroit. But he's in Detroit on a one-year, two-mil deal, nothing too heavy for Detroit, you know what I'm saying, because they are trying to fill in some spaces right now. I think maybe they'll go in the draft also and try to get some people here and there. But they'll, they got a tight end. Uh, maybe go out and get another tight end in the draft, try to have some real security, just know, see everybody's trying to move to more of that look, and I think they still be trying to work a lot of their run game, so I think they're going to get uh, try to find a, a, another tight end, so uh, but the ne- next guy we got we got Rashad Higgins uh, from Clemson, not I meant Clemson, I mean Cleveland <laughs> uh, Cleveland decided to continue his contract uh, give him another one year. It was only worth two years, two mil. So, uh, I think, you know what I'm saying, Cleveland, try to keep him there. You know what I'm saying, keep a familiar face there. Try to help him out just so far as the receiving end. Uh, try to help Baker Mayfield out a little bit. Uh, especially with a lot of changes that they're going to be going through, I believe. So, just so far as they're receiving in. Uh, and I think they need to go through a lot of changes too to just try to make some things work to try to help them out. Uh, the next guy we got, John Ross, leaving Cincinnati, going to the Giants on a one-year, two-mil. Uh, after that, we got Chris Moore from Baltimore to Houston on a one-year, one-mil. Um, Isaiah McKenzie from Buff- uh, Buffalo, gonna, you know what I'm saying, extend his contract uh, on, for one year one meal so that's pretty much a definitely a prove some season right there I, but uh i believe you know what i'm saying we still got a long time so maybe if they if somebody else is interested in them maybe they'll do something else with them because you know what I'm saying these teams do also do that also so you know 
make moves just by picking up somebody that somebody else may be interested in because they might be wanting to trade off someone else off the team for something else so if you get a little confusing what i'm saying it's like you know what i'm saying it's a trade for a trade for a trade for a trade that's all i'm saying uh but you know what i'm saying after that we do got some other contracts but nothing too official yet because you know what i'm saying they pretty much still discussing some stuff uh not really gonna go through the whole list but i'll try to go through some of the names just so far as you got Deshaun Jackson, who's still out there, who had the opportunity to go to the rounds, but you know, Deshaun Jackson right now, 35, and is he really still the take the top off type of guy? I don't really think so. Um, Robert Foster was from, uh, went from Washington to Miami, uh, but like I say, most of these still, you know what I'm saying, in the works, so. Uh, a lot of other guys you still got out there, I believe, you know what I'm saying, and these are some of the guys that's just still free agents at the moment, still haven't heard any words just so far as a deal and stuff like that. You still got uh, Cedric Wilson out here, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, you know what I'm saying, the the vet, I believe, you know what I'm saying, Larry probably just going to retire or something like that, either way it go after this, after this, so... Uh, if that's not the case, I do believe Arizona may just work something out just so far as bringing him back just so far. It's him retiring. You got uh, Golden Tate still out here, but, you know, Golden Tate 33 right now. Small body Tate, you know what I'm saying. Uh, young Tate now, when he used to be able to jump and go get that ball, but, you know what I'm saying, he, right now he ain't got them leaps that he used to, so he more of a kind of just a possession receiver, but he never was a real speedy receiver. So, yeah, uh, but maybe I'm sure, like I say, you still got a lot of teams, but he is one of the best people still available because, you know what I'm saying, you still going to get somebody that's going to still be a good possession receiver just so far as guaranteed hands, just in his case. So I do believe you still get something out of him. You know how to still find open space. He He's great at doing that. So, like I say, you still got a lot of teams. It's a long list of teams that need receivers. Uh, the next guy, you got Sammy Watkins, who's still available out here. Maybe Kansas City will do something just so far as trying to bring him back because, you know, they uh, – just so far as they receive a core, they do have a lot of young players who did start playing pretty big for them. So a lot of players that they brought in and stuff like – or maybe in Sammy Watkins' case, did kind of get weeded out. But, you know what I'm saying, I think in their case of – because they still kind of need a receiver – uh, maybe if, you know what I'm saying, in case they already know of some type of injury stuff in his case. Because, you know, Sammy, early on in his season, did have, in his career, uh, I was trying to say, you know, he did have a lot of injuries just so far as dealing with stuff and uh, knickknacks that kept him out for a, a little while throughout the season. Um, after, after Watkins, you got Adam Humphreys. Uh, I believe maybe Tennessee may get him another chance just off the fact that, you know what I'm saying, I think that they need a few more pieces at the wide receiver group. Uh, you got Marquise Goodwin, Willie Sneed, Kadero Patterson, uh, Danny Amendola, Alex Erickson, Demarcus Robinson, Cody Core, Antonio Brown, Demir Bird. Farrah Cooper, Dwayne Harris, 
Dez Bryant, Muhammad Sanu, Tavon Austin, Marquise Lee, Josh Gordon, DeAnthony Thomas, Bernie Fowler, Laquan Treadwell, Taewon Taylor, DeAndre White, Isaiah Ford, Jaden Mickens, Dee Dee Westbrook, Chris Thompson, Chad Henson, Malik Turner, DeAndre Carter. It's, I mean, it's plenty of people still left, man. Plenty of people just so far as the wide receiver. But like I say, you still got a long while just so far as what we're looking at in the street uh, free agency period. So uh, a lot of time for these guys that's still available out there to have opportunity to go somewhere. I do believe, you know what I'm saying, Patterson may still have opportunity to go somewhere just off the uh, special teams aspect, you know what I'm saying. And just to be in that 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 joke called that Chicago opening him up to, I do wish that he had the opportunity to be more of that dominant number one, number two receiver, you know what I'm saying, just off his speed, quickness, and body size and stuff like that. But, you know what I'm saying, that wasn't, uh, that wasn't the case, so, you know what I'm saying, but he did happen to still shine at, you know what I'm saying, another aspect that he was good at, so, and that was returning, and I do believe he'll still get an opportunity with that. Uh, Amandola, who I do feel is a little bit older, uh, do I see somebody picking them up? Maybe so in the case of maybe a year or something like that, just in case of trying to get him in there to help some younger receivers out, maybe especially some slot receivers, smaller teams with smaller receivers at that, that uh, and his size and stuff like that, maybe they can help him out that, uh, just so far as from a veteran aspect of that. But like I say, man, we still got plenty of time out here for these receivers to get a team to, you know what I'm saying, be interested, you know what I'm saying, only, but only 39 at the moment out of 89. So, uh, 89 totally, it was 89 totally, 39 right now. So, but, you know what I'm saying, like I say, plenty of time, I'm, I'm going to keep repeating that just off the fact that, you know what I'm saying, we this this free agency period is a lengthy lip period. So then you got the draft coming up. So a lot of teams gonna look different and stuff like that. A lot of teams make moves off off that uh fact also. So, you know what I'm saying? We know that in April we got the draft, so a lot of teams start preparing to that. And, you know, it's sometimes it's easier to put a younger face in them roles. So, you know what I'm saying, a lot of times these players may be stuck in the position that they're in until until like the beginning of the week, midweek, or something like that because, you know what I'm saying, there's always a need for receivers because there's so many receivers that you use, especially in the offenses that we have in today's society because everybody loves touchdowns. I'm a defensive guy, so, you know what I'm saying, I can care less about seeing a 1,000 touchdowns in the game. If I see a game 7-3, 7-7, seven, seven, I love it because I know, you know what I'm saying, defense was killing it that game. But, you know what I'm saying, the world loves to see scoring. So, you know what I'm saying, of course, you know, the NFL is going to give, you know what I'm saying, the viewers what they want. You know what I'm saying, them being a billion-dollar corporation and all of that is merely made off of entertainment because we all got to remember at the end of the day it's all entertainment. So, uh, but... Like I was saying, you know, with the offenses being more pass-happy nowadays, you're going to have a lot of receivers have a lot of opportunities, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, you still got Deshaun Jackson out here getting contracts. You know what I'm saying? 38, man. That dude, that dude, I don't know who he's been burning lately. I can't remember. He burnt somebody for the Eagles one time, I guess. 
last year, but I think that was the only game he played for, if you ask me. I'm sure it wasn't. I'm, I guarantee it wasn't because, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I'm sure it wasn't. But in my sense, he 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 really he really didn't play a lot. Uh, but like I was saying, in the sense of all the other receivers, they still have the opportunity to do something because, you know what I'm saying, you never know what happened throughout a full length of an NFL season. Injuries happen. A lot of other crazy stuff happened, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying, being available and being ready is always, you know what I'm saying, the case for these guys because you never know when they get the call, especially when the draft is over. You know what I'm saying, teams try to figure some things out for the draft and don't go their way in that sense. So, blam, you get an opportunity to do it right there. So, you know, but uh just to wrap it up you know what i'm saying that was pretty much all we're going to talk about tonight just so far as the wide receiver aspect tune in tomorrow because you know what i'm saying we'll be right back at it just so far as part four talking about the series you know what i'm saying so tomorrow i'm gonna go ahead and try to go a little bit about defense you know what i'm saying i said i'm gonna try to save it for last but i couldn't wait you know what I'm saying? We had a lot of interesting things happen on defense just so far as, you know what I'm saying, cornerbacks, linebackers, D-linemen and stuff like that in different places and some crazy moves on defense that you just make you want to scratch your head a lot. So, you know what I'm saying, I can't help it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and dive into that. And then after that, I'm going to try to do some offensive line, some tight ends. I'm going to put those that group together and then try to finish the week off a little bit. You know what I'm saying? just discussing a lot of about the team's overalls and stuff like that and try to give you guys insight of what what's to come just so far as draft maybe a draft series or maybe you know what i'm saying just discussing what teams would be looking for and stuff like that i don't really try to keep up with a lot of the mock draft stuff you know what i'm saying even though i do pay attention to it and i do pay attention to a lot of college football because you know what I'm saying? college football is my thing so a lot of information these guys have and that they put out on the mock draft trust me I got just as much information if not more because you know what I'm saying I actually pay attention to these guys that they just be picking up on and towards the end of the season just because they seen some videos and stuff all late so but you know what I'm saying the same guys they just picked up on I've been probably watching a full season of and stuff like that but um just so far as tonight's episode, you know what I'm saying, that was all we was going to discuss about the wide receivers. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, tune in tomorrow night. We got another one coming at you. So, you know, I want to thank all of those who are out there listening and supporting this no competition, no competitors movement. We are trying to bring some big things to the world, reach everyone we can with the health wellness segment. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The world is already woken up to better eating habits. We are just here to keep it inexpensive and keep you consistent you know what i'm saying that's definitely important right now in the times that we're dealing with especially coming out of a pandemic and i say that because it seems like you know what i'm saying we're getting a lot of you know what i'm saying places right now starting to take back on the mask and stuff like that i guess more people are starting to do the vaccines and stuff like that so i guess uh more cities and stuff are feeling a little bit more comfortable just so far as keeping a lot of more places keeping a lot more places open and available and stuff like that with the times and now you're starting to get you know what i'm saying some places starting to say or at least some uh cities starting to say that you know what i'm saying the mass requirements aren't a requirement no more so uh i think that's all 
due to maybe just a boost of maybe a, a spike in numbers of people taking the vaccine. So, uh, but at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? They, it ain't completely over. So continue to be safe just so far as continue to sanitize, wash. You're supposed to be doing that anyway, just so far as being out in public places and stuff like that. But just so far as the mask and stuff like that, if you still feel that you want to continue to wear the mask because, you know what I'm saying, you still got people to go home to that may be dealing with other things that could, you know what I'm saying, hinder, you know what I'm saying, and that the COVID could make worse. So uh, if you still want to do the mask and stuff like that, I encourage you to still continue to protect yourself and stuff like that. So, but if you want any up-to-date information on what's going on just so far as COVID and stuff like that, I always continue to tell people, continue to check out you got to go to cdc.gov and that's cdc.gov.com if you want any official information just as far as what's going on with COVID and vaccines and stuff like that but you know what I'm saying I want to thank everybody once again for listening you know what I'm saying thank everybody for support you know what I'm saying like I said uh, and I did a post the other day on my social media and if you can't find it on social media it's no comp tenant on Facebook and just no comp on Instagram, uh, you you bound to find it. Uh, so, uh, but I did post on the other day my Instagram just so far some numbers, just so far as the show moving up and stuff like that. Just based off listeners, I checked it again today and it moved up a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Tremendously, just so far as overall and a lot more, just so far as in my genre. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Truly, you know what I'm saying? Because I do enjoy doing this. So. Uh, I'm gonna continue to do so, uh, and I continue to thank everybody for listening. I'm a, and I'm gonna continue to say, go out and share. You know what I'm saying with everybody. You know, especially if you know somebody that likes sports and stuff like that. I'm gonna try to get some more, uh, more people on. You know what I'm saying. It's been a minute since I had some guests on, but you know I've been working, working, working just so far as getting some stuff done. So I'm definitely gonna have some more guests on to try to give some different opinions and stuff like that on different shows, but. Once again, thank you for listening. We're going to try to make this thing number one on Podomatic. Number one in the world, baby. Yep.